who okay i i this this game is fraudulent i i reject this game this is a fake game because no one has ever put a banana on a pizza Welcome to episode number 34 of the Promo Upfront Podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Bill Petrie. With me, as always, on this fine, fine broadcast is the warlock of wacky weather, the one and only Kirby Hossman. Kirby, how the hell are you today? I'm doing well. I mean, anytime we open a, a podcast with Yowzer, I, I, like that's that is a that's an awesome open. So I'm I'm doing well. Actually, the weather has broken a little bit here in Ohio. Um, again, it's still February or whatever, but um, it's not. We we've been so cold for for an extended period of time. We got yeah. got the snow starting to melt a little bit, so I'm excited about that. So I'm feeling good. How about you? I'm feeling good. Last week at this time, I think the high was like one. Yeah, yeah. Um, today the high is 73 and sunny outside. So, uh, yes. we've uh, you know it's a, the weather is wacky. That's why you're the warlock of wacky. <laughs> but uh, things are are you know you can feel spring on the horizon, which is always exciting. Yes. But that's not the only thing that's exciting me today, Kirby. Oh, what what else is exciting you, Bill? Thank you for knowing that. Two things. First of all, you're having a beer. Um, so we I should say cheers. I'm, I'm having a little bit of Blanton single barrel nice. bourbon. So cheers to you, Kirby. Mm-hmm. Cheers back at you. Bro. Oh, that's damn good. Um, but second of all, what else excites me is our good pals over at Promo Pulse because Jason Noakes and his crew, they've not only designed and developed, they've implemented and released upon the unsuspecting promotional products world an app that encompasses everything you need to know in the promo industry. Yeah. So if you you are looking for ideas and inspiration and information, you know where you go, Kirby. That's that Promo there. Pulse app. Yeah, I would go there. Yeah, it is. And it's a great thing. It's got all the supplier specials you'd ever want to see. It's convenient, free to use. My favorite thing, though, I think, is that at, at, as it learns more about you, it has a personalized experience. And I know you like that as well because it filters out the things maybe you don't need or want to see or that yeah. aren't don't pertain to your clients and you get to see what you want to see. Well, and again, I think we all have partners that we are most excited to work with. I mean, I certainly do too. I mean, there's it's one of the challenges, I think, both for our end users and for us. There's so many uh, options in our industry. Yeah. And and by curating that experience yourself. And then obviously with what Promo Pulse does for you, it does make it a little bit more manageable to try and sift through all the amazing information. It, it really does. There's so many great things there. We read the testimonial last week, so I'm not going to be redundant and repeat that. Um, maybe you'll go watch last week's episode of the Promo <laughs> From podcast, but it is such a great way. It's really the only place, single place, you can get all the information you need to know in the promotional products industry. So head over to your local app store, Google Play, Apple, download the Promo Pulse app. It's free and you're going to love it. Check it every single day. Kirby, I believe I have the Promo Front uh, topic this week, correct? I hope so, because I would not be prepared if so. <laughs> All right, so I've got two and, and both are kind of lame. Let's go ahead and go with um, the weather last week in Texas and kind of the fallout of that and how it's affected the promotion products industry. And what your plans might be should something really happen to you. So 
I don't know if you, I'm sure you realize, you know, all the problems Texas had last week, they have yeah. deregulation of uh, energy. And so because they're essentially their own grid, uh, they couldn't easily pull power from other states. And so they had rolling brownouts, blackouts. Uh, I think, as you know, my business partner, Kelsey Cunningham, her and her family live in Houston, very much impacted by this. Uh, her family experienced blackouts, broken pipes, or, you know, all manner of things. But what happened in Texas essentially disrupted the entire promotional products industry that was based in Texas. Sure. Um, no power, no light, yeah. no motor car, not a single luxury. <laughs> um, but no, no, no internet, no lights, no water, it, horrible. I, I wonder, you know, and, and there's no way to really plan for something like that, like an act of God like that. But do you, and I, I was more curious in your area, you live in uh, Coshocton, Ohio, which is just on the border of Tornado Alley. You don't get mm -hmm. a whole bunch of tornadoes, but I'm sure every once in a while you get them. Sure. Do you have contingency plans for when something goes sideways that's way out of your control? Not economically, I'm talking like an act of God lightning strike, a fire, a, 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 a crisis like that? Do you have something in place? Yeah. And I, what I would, advice did you give our listeners? <laughs> yeah, I would say no, not in a great way, if I'm being candid. I mean, like, no, I think it's one, when, when you bring it up, my, my mind immediately goes, and I think this is what entrepreneurs do, is you like, you start thinking through, oh, well, mm -hmm. I would do this, and I would do this, and I would do this. But, you know, again, with the idea of what happened in Texas, it wasn't like they could just pop in their car and drive to a different location or like that sort of massive uh, yeah. the, the act of God, as you said, no, I don't have a plan for that. If it is a, okay, so you could get out of the area and go relocate. I think one of the things that we have talked about and one of the things this pandemic has kind of done is forced you to go, okay, if you have to work from someplace else, if you have to right. do that. Yes, I have plans in place for that. But if okay. you're talking about wiping out grids, no, I, I don't know that I am prepared for that. Well, the, the reason I asked that is because I know I've talked to a couple of people in Texas and, and they're planning on getting generators. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, you know, yeah, it was kind of a once in a century snow event. But, you know, it, if I get a generator when the power does go out, you know, what, what happens in the summer? Yeah. You know, it's amazing. You know, as hot as Texas is growing up in Texas as a Texan. I know how hot it gets. So it yeah. floors me that the the power was taxed more during a, a brief and confined cold event mm -hmm. as it is during a, or more than it is during a prolonged summer event where you have sometimes, and I lived through it, 70, 80, 90 days in a row of 100 degree, degree temperature. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it, and I would say, I guess that is something that um, we've talked about with Amy and I's new project. Um, the, you know, mm -hmm. we, we did have some kind of crazy cold, even, you know, one of the things that, you know, their, their houses aren't built to in, in Texas to keep you warm. No, <laughs> they're, they're built to keep you cool. Right. Correct. And so, but even though it was, even though we are built a little bit more for that, it was, it was pretty brutal, uh, here yeah. for a, a bit, <clears throat> but one of, that was one of the conversations that we had. Um, about the the new building project is we're like okay we're going to need to invest in um, generators just for that yeah. you know if we have guests in those places we have to be able to figure that out now we've been pretty blessed so far but you don't want to get cocky about something like that so no, yeah and that's what i'm saying you know you, you know we talk about like an investment in a generator and that's that's expensive and main, maintenance on it's expensive but I guarantee you there's a lot of people last week in texas who would have killed for a generator so yeah. you know it's one of those things i think you know 
as business owners, we'd all be foolish to not think that the unthinkable can happen because yeah. uh, it does. So whatever you can do to plan for that, more than more, most importantly, and I know you'll join me in this, mm-hmm. man, my heart goes out to everybody who went through that last week. Um, I had family members, I, my, my in-laws went through the rolling blackouts. My parents did not, and, you know, it depends on what little mini grid you're on. If you're and my in-laws and my parents live one mile apart. Oh, so um, you know, some, you know, if you're attached to a police station on their grid or fire station or hospital, your power's not going out. Yeah. Um, so our hearts go out to everybody and hope that, uh, and again, if, uh, one thing we'd be remiss if we did mention is the, um, uh, you know, the, the loans or the, uh, help from the, uh, promotional products fund. If uh, you need some help there, there is a PPDRF, the Promotional Products Disaster Relief Fund. Okay. Uh, head over to ppai.org and you're going to be able to find the links to that. So make sure you can, if you need help, don't be afraid to ask. Yeah, that's a great, that's a great piece of advice. I would not have thought to say that. So I'm really glad you brought it up. I just thought about it right now. <laughs> just now. Okay. I love All right, it. Kirby, you got another topic for us? Yeah. <clears throat> so I was actually struggling to come up with topics uh, this time. And it occurs to me that I think sometimes we share things that on, on these podcasts that, you know, we don't always broadcast. So I thought this might be a good one. Um, no, so one of uh, my uh, key employees, uh, Josh, who is our uh, lead designer, uh, came to me this week and uh, said, hey, I'm not, you know, I'm giving you my resignation, my two weeks notice. Um super amicable. Um, you know, he's going to do some freelance stuff. We will have him on speed dial, I'm sure. Um, but you know, whenever you lose a key employee, it's always a challenge. He was with us for six years and is super talented. And, you know, it's, I think sometimes you forget the institutional knowledge somebody has when they're with you for an extended period of time. Right. Yeah. Um, we've actually, uh, had hired a junior designer, six months ago, something like that. And so she's doing great. She's going to, she immediately is becoming full-time um, uh, and she's going to do great, but it is one of those things where this morning, the last few days, I'll be like, okay, what doesn't she know mm-hmm. that, that you know, I just always knew Josh would be able to tell her. And so I guess two questions. Number one, I'm fascinated with my own personality that I am I'm not excited to leave, lose Josh. I get excited about challenges like this. And mm-hmm. so number one, I guess, does that make me weird? And number two, what's a good way to see a good employee off, right? Okay. Like, I, I, th- I think it's important to do that. And so I was curious to know your take on either one of those. Am I a weirdo? Okay. <laughs> uh, no, well, you're certainly not a weirdo for, you know, wanting to embrace a new challenge. Uh, I think, I think you're weird many other ways. Um, <laughs> Thank and, you. Yeah. Not the least of which is the fact that you um, uh, are excited about weird things like that. No, I, I think <laughs> wanting to, wanting to, to embrace new challenge. That's, that's part of who you are, uh, Kirby. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, I, I will say it, that I, I was literally going, what is wrong with me? <laughs> like I no, I get that. I mean, here, here's the thing. And this is not what, what I'm about to say has nothing to do with Josh, who I know sometimes does listen and watch the podcast. Yep. Sometimes when an employee leaves, you have this weird mix. And when they resign, you have this very strange mix of, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? Right. And Thank goodness they're leaving. And sometimes it's weird to amalgamate those two. That's not to say about Josh. Yeah, so not about Josh, I get yeah. the whole, I get the whole kind of, okay, this is from your perspective, very sorry to see Josh go, but kind of excited. Maybe we can do something in a different direction. Again, that's not against Josh. Right. He's choosing 100%. to leave. 
But this does provide you as an entrepreneur an opportunity to do something different without hurting somebody's feelings. Right. Yeah. And, and the other thing I think about the excitement piece is I think that, and I didn't mention this, but I think he's excited. Mm-hmm. He's excited about this new challenge. And I think Look. he's one of those guys who's come a long way uh, yeah. working here and I'm proud of him in that way. And so that's well, kind of cool too. And if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a business owner and you hire someone and you expect them to be with you forever, you're doing it wrong. What you want to do is nurture them, guide them, help them so that they fly. And maybe they fly within your organization. Maybe your organization's growing and they can fly and fly and fly, but maybe they need to go somewhere else. And that's okay. Um, It's no different than raising a child, actually. You know, you you can't hold on to them forever. And then to answer your second question, the best way to see a good employee off I, I assume just let's talk about under the circumstances under which Josh is leaving. Yeah, since yeah, let's that's do that. the way you brought it up. Um, <clears throat> I think when someone resigns, I think you you celebrate it. Again, kind of what I just talked about a minute ago. It's sorry to see you go, but I'm really excited for your opportunity. Right. And and I think if you take that you know, no one wants to feel crappy about leaving and no one wants, mm-hmm. it's always weird. I'm sure Josh yeah. felt weird resigning. I'm sure you felt weird accepting his resignation on, sure. on, on a lot of levels, but it's an exciting time for Josh. And yeah, like you said, it's an exciting time for you. It's an opportunity for change and that's always okay. Yeah. And I, one of the things I've found and, and certainly, you know, gosh, it's been two, three years ago when Dustin left and Dustin was a, mm-hmm. uh, was with us for 10 years. And uh, I remember it was a big deal for us. And I, you know, it, that was my first where someone who'd been with us that long had left. Yeah. So that was my first experience. And one of the things I, I think I would say is every other employee is watching how you're treating that employee. Absolutely. That's a great point. <laughs> that is a great point. And I wish I would have thought about it. Absolutely. You're setting an example. So the, the even your immediate reaction, people are watching. Mm-hmm. Are you freaking out? Right, Are you right, happy? Right. Are you pissed off? It's not what you do at the end. Is right. It's also what you do right at the beginning. I think it's a great point, Kirby. Yeah, cool. All right. That was just a, you know what else is great, Kirby? Different. What's that, Bill? I bet. Now, if I know you, and I think I do. <laughs> and you're hoping that I remembered. I'm hoping you remembered. So I'm going to talk a little longer uh, to make sure. Okay, good. But Kirby, you like promotional products, don't you? I do. Sweet. Do you happen to have one you'd like to share with our audience? What's your promotional product of the week, Kirby? Yeah, absolutely. So actually, and the funny thing about this segment, Bill, is both of us, we really do love promotional products. We do. So I, I, I'm not so, mocking it. This yeah, is no. our, are you don't mock me this is my job that's right so this is the 12 ounce urban peak three-in-one trail insulator i wanted to get the name right it's a lot it's from starline so this is a really cool piece they actually do the full color imprinting i don't know if Mm -hmm. you can see it but they actually do personalization on it as well uh so the concept is you know you can actually you know it's a double wall vacuum tumbler you can drink out of it so it's got the that or this little guy put a little can right there and it's also the ultimate can cooler you know i think so many times we do the koozies and those are great mm-hmm. or the coolers or whatever you want to call them but this will actually keep your beverage cold on a summer yep. day this is well, the boat deal that we love yeah. and so this is a piece that i really I've, like. I've got one of those right over there i wish i had it i could i could show you but i've got one on my shelf and the other third part of that is you can actually make that your coffee cup so it's not yeah. just for holding things yeah it's great it's a fantastic piece and and i love the if i remember right you can get, as I see Margie's name on there, um, you can get that, that uh, extra personalization for only a buck a piece. Yeah, with Starlin. So if you so care, it's the, uh, it's the uh, SL233PR. So yep. It's a cool uh, piece. 
Good call. Good call. All right, Kirby. So this is a weird one, okay. but I think it. I think it, it's 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 a serious one though too. And uh, mm. joking aside, I, I just want to get your opinion on this. So I don't know if you saw this. I just ran across this uh, today. So Coca Cola is doing some diversity training. Obviously, that's something we believe in strongly. Yeah. Is yeah, we talked about not it. only just inclusion but diversity and. We're coming up probably to the time where we're going to do our, our women in the promo industry, uh, you know, that podcast. So it's called, it was a confronting racism course in Coca-Cola global headquarters. Okay. And it was a required class, Yeah. but it went sideways and it went in a bad way. And in, in what I'm going to share with you, I want you to think in the context of how does a, Coca, a company like Coca-Cola, who's so brand conscious, allow something like this to happen. So the theme of the, um, training was how to be less white. Okay. Are you with me so far? And there is a slide that has been shared on social media. And it's, so it's, it's been verified not because it's on social media. It's actually came from someone employee Coca-Cola right. to be white. I'm sorry. To be less white is to be less oppressive, to be less arrogant, to be less certain, to be less defensive, to be more humble, to listen to believe, um, to break with apathy. And the last one, and this is the one that really was like, what? Okay. The last one, to be less white is to break with white solidarity. So I know that the intentions are good in terms of helping do you? different races. <laughs> I, I do, because I think that the intention is to help different races see things from a different racial perspective. Sure. Whether it's white, black, Japanese doesn't matter. Okay. Sure. I think the intention was good, but as my dad would say, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. And yep. I don't understand how a company like Coca-Cola could be so obtuse. This has been pulled from their training, obviously. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And so it's so fascinating because any topic like this, you want to tread lightly. Um, mm -hmm. But I'm going to, here's what I would say. Take white out, put any mm -hmm. race in front exactly. of Exactly. How's it feel? Yep. <laughs> that's yeah. most of that statement was inherently racist well it's, you can be racist against white folks too if well, this is we, we need to be inclusive that is the opposite of what inclusive is all about well, we're going in, too far the other way there's a different way to approach this too how about instead of what you need to be doing less of whoever you is what you need to do less of or more of as opposed to there's a whole section of things here you may not understand and it's beautiful and it's wonderful maybe you should look outwardly yeah and and it just it just the way it was written again to be less white again <laughs> and you said it perfectly kirby i'm not going to go much further you said it perfectly to be less insert race there is offensive is wrong and i do not if, if this goes viral it just came out today and if it goes viral this could be very harmful to that brand we talk yeah. about branding and marketing here that could be super harmful yeah that, I, i'll be honest with you everything about that is fighting words to me oh and, and I, I would be and p.s if it were another race and i was standing next to a person in that race i would be fighting on their behalf yeah it's same absurd. Thing. exactly absurd. and it's one of those things i was like do i bring it up and i'm like i think we should because that's a big brand and that's a huge brand fail right there it is a great it is a big brand fail with the idea that yes we want like we, we need to do better for yeah. sure i yeah. agree but, but we don't can't you do better so far the other way that we're offensive to everyone yeah. You do, do better by being inclusive, not yes. being divisive. And this is intentionally 
feels very divisive. Yep. Agreed. All right, Kirby, you got another racial topic for us? <laughs> I do not. Matter of fact, Good. I'm actually really excited to switch it now. Um, so here, I'm going to throw this at you. You So you mentioned that the weather is beginning to at least show signs of breaking. Yes. That's great news. Like you said, it it's is. 73 there. You said it was actually yes, like sir. 63 here, which is unheard of. That's like summer for you. It is amazing. I'm so excited. I was, I didn't wear a coat today. It was amazing. Um, also, there was a recent thing that said that there was a decrease in COVID cases over the last six uh-huh. weeks by uh-huh. 77%. Uh-huh. That's a huge number, right? Uh-huh. Like a huge number. So s- several good news uh-huh. pieces, Last week we had Salty Bill, who was really frustrated by being quarantined and and like in, you know, trapped for lack of a better term. So this is some good news about being able to get outside, about being out to get with humanity soon. Yes. Like there's there's progress. So what are you most looking forward to doing this summer, this spring, this, you know, Um, as this opens up? Well, the it's a great question, Kirby. Thank you for knowing to ask. Um and I, we did get a couple comments on Salty Bill last week. Some people weirdly like Salty Bill like <laughs> yeah. when, I'm a little, when I'm a little persnickety. Um, so we had a lot of ice before the snow, and I have a really nice pergola in my backyard that sustained some heavy damage. So I showed you the picture of it. So I'm excited <laughs> to – I have a replacement for, for the canopy part of it. I'm excited to put that back up, yeah. which I'm going to do – maybe later today, but probably tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, I get new. So I took the opportunity to, cause I spend a lot of time out there. Even yeah. as soon as it starts getting warm, I work out there sometimes. It's right. just such my happy place. And so um, I'm going to replace the canopy. got some new lighting out there. So I'm taking the opportunity to kind of spruce it up a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think that's what I'm most excited about. It's an additional, you know, because we have all been kind of cooped up at home. Yeah that space out there is next to 122 square feet of love that uh <laughs> and, and privacy that i get to enjoy um and then obviously anybody can join me out there but i'm just saying it's nice it's a nice respite from being inside yeah. and doing uh, being safe while doing so yeah no i love that i, I you know it's funny i what do I've you never what are you most looking forward to in the warm weather yeah thank you no it's great i you know me i, I like i love mm. being outside certainly looking forward to getting on the boat, which, you know, once it really warms up, but I have actually never looked forward as much to golf as I am this year. I I'm very occasional golfer kind of guy. Um, last year I actually played more than I had in a long time because you could, right. Mm -hmm. So once a week, uh, we would go and do that. And so, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking about buying new clubs. I've, I haven't bought new clubs in 25 years. <laughs> and so I, golf is definitely my answer. I, I, I'm so excited to get out and actually just be outside and do that. Yeah, so yeah, Probably that's, that's next cool. spring, I would answer golf. I used to play a ton of golf. I yeah. used to be a pretty good golfer too. And then I blew out my Achilles. And that's the last time I really picked up a club other than top golf. Um, mm-hmm. And so I, I, I do want to get back into that. That's a great answer. And I, I'm glad to hear you say that. All right, Kirby uh let's go one more yep unless you have a couple quick ones yeah that's fine uh so haynes brand i don't know if you saw this is an industry related it's going to phase out the ppe part of their business okay. as part of their long-term growth strategy did you see this are you aware I didn't, of this i didn't okay so they suffered a net loss of uh three point uh, i'm sorry 332 million dollars in q4 wow. but uh they stepped into the ppe and they were one of the first to do so 
what they're seeing is declining market now. They have yeah. so many, com- there's so many competitive options. Yeah. They're getting out of it. Um, so now they're stepping out of it. They're placing a much big, a much larger focus on their champion brand, which is selling like hotcakes. Okay. And I want to, Ask you as a distributor, and, and you've sold some PPE. Sure. I think you've kind of declined. You do some of that still as necessary. You're, I don't think your primary focus is on it any longer, even if it ever was. How are you going to transition out of that to make sure that, you know, yeah, it's always going to be a product if we need it, but really that's not what we do as a, as a promotional marketing agency. Yeah, no, I, I love this question, actually. I think this is fun because it... I actually have struggled with answering the question when people like we, we, we've talked about this. I, we had an okay year last year, not yeah. no, no parades or anything, but we did. Okay. And, and people the, will yeah. say, Oh, did, did you do a lot of PPE? Mm-hmm. And my initial answer was no. We, the funny thing is we did, but because I focused so heavily on the branded side of it, mm-hmm. I really don't. Yes. It is. Uh, protective equipment, I guess. But for me, I viewed it immediately as like, oh, this is going to be uh, an extension of the uniform or the, you know, the, the branding of your company. And so it, I truly look at it like, yeah, when that becomes le- the moment I, I don't have to wear a mask, I'm not going to wear a mask anymore. Right. Right. And so the moment that that isn't a thing that my company or my clients have to do, I will stop telling them they should do it. And we'll discuss the other things that might make more sense for branding for them. So like, I, I don't really view it as like, we didn't go chase, uh, you know, blank three ply mask. That, now, if people came to us and we could source it, that's fine. But that was, that was a big piece of our thing. But we'll still sell hand sanitizer. I don't know. We did before, right? right? You know what I mean? Like, so, so that's the way I view it is I, I, it will transition out in a natural way, much mm-hmm. like it's a bad example, but fidget spinners for a while, yeah. they were a trendy thing that made sense for a brand. And then they stopped being that. And right. I, to me, that, that was, that's how I've always viewed I, it. I think the key is, and not, this doesn't apply to you, but if you did put a primary importance in it, yeah. and great if you did, because it probably yeah. helped your business. Yeah, good for you. if you put that's a fine. primary importance on PPE, probably start, it's probably time to start looking at 100%. maybe, maybe, uh, shifting that focus a little bit and making sure your clients are aware. Okay. Yeah. We did PPE for you, especially your new clients. We did PPE for you. And yes, it was a branded merchandise, but they probably see it as protective equipment with a logo on it, as opposed to a piece of branded merchandise. It's probably time to start educating them on the other things that you do in the promotional uh, product space. And what I would say is it it, it start last week, Um, because I think one of the pieces that I'm not sure if it's ASI or PPI, I think it's ASI that they share what the searches, what people are searching for. It's going down. It's not number one anymore by it. And it hasn't been for a bit. So I would say that's actually a really great point. If you're listening to this and that's what your full, your full focus is on. Yeah. It's time to, to start telling the rest of that story for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Kirby, do you want to do another topic or are we ready for the game? It's up to you. Let's do, let's just go. I'll tell you what, this would be super quick because this- Super quick. Okay, ready? We're going to file this under no shit, okay? Okay. Okay, so I read a thing on LinkedIn the other day that said, don't multitask during Zoom meetings. Okay, Okay. no shit. Yeah, no shit. It's incredibly tempting to multitask. And I think that's, the reason I bring it up is it really is. When you're on a, a, a Zoom meeting and people are talking about dumb crap that you don't, like, I'm just going to check my email. I'm going to do this. I'm going to check Facebook. I, it is much easier to do there than it really is in a in-person meeting. But they yeah. said, well, it's really decreasing productivity. Mm-hmm. No shit. No shit. So don't yeah. do that. 
<laughs> yeah, well, and also usually a lot of people have two, maybe three screens at work. And so it's pretty obvious if I'm on a, you know, hey, uh, Kirby, we're having a great meeting. And, and oh, no, absolutely. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Right. When you give that uh, look to the side, it's your other screen because someone just sent you, you know, a funny little little message or something. Don't <laughs> yeah. do that. Yeah, totally. All right. So that was a quick one. Just All for right. the record, I wasn't multitasking. I write notes, so I know what to write for our podcast. Because I, 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 people don't believe this. The second we get done with this podcast, I don't remember what we talked about. I really don't. What, what you brought up, I don't bring up. What I brought up, I don't remember. All right. Kirby, it is now time for the podcast where we do the party in the back, which makes this the mullet of all podcasts. We are going to have a little fun. You're going to have a little fun with me. I am ready. I don't even know what's coming. And I am just so prepared. I'm so unprepared. <laughs> I'm so prepared. I'm unprepared. I love it. Okay. So one of the things I love about you is you are someone who enjoys food, cooking, all that sort of thing. I do. And you seem to have an opinion about everything. So I thought this would be a fun one since you don't like beans and chili and stuff like that. So ready? <laughs> We're going to talk pizza toppings. Pizza toppings. I like this topic, Kirby. Okay. I have, uh, are there any wrong answers? I just want to make I, sure there's no wrong answers. I, I, I haven't decided yet. Okay. All right. All right. So the answers are yes, no way, or double me up. Okay. So got it. Double me up. Yes, yes. or no way. Got yeah. it. Okay. So <clears throat> pizza, cheese only. Um, I'm in. Yes. Okay. So yeah, there is a wrong answer. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely not cheese. If, if it's cheese, it's not pizza. But okay. Ready? Pepperoni. Yes. Pepperoni mushroom. Yes. Anchovies. Hell no. No, okay. no. I, I, I struggle with that. I've had the anchovies before and, and they're just, it's just a salt bomb and it's not that good, Bob. <laughs> okay, not that good, Bob. <laughs> love it, love it. You're halfway, you're killing it. Green peppers. Oh, for days, absolutely. Okay, cool. Pineapple. Oh, good God, no. Okay, people who put pineapple on their pizza, okay, you did this to draw me off sides. Everything was a lead up to this. You don't put fruit on pizza. You don't. No one says, hey, is there any kiwi you can put on top of this margarita pizza? No, because pizza belongs with savory things, not sweet things. So no on pineapple, absolutely not. Never, 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 never. No, 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 no. So banana... It was, it was just next on my list who okay i i this this game is fraudulent i i reject this game this is a fake game because <laughs> no one has ever put a banana on a pizza no okay sausage oh double me up <laughs> all right cool I was, I was hoping you remembered dad did baloney I've never had it on pizza, nor have I seen it advertised on pizza. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and say, yeah, why not? All right. A little blogna. A little blogna. All right. Bacon. No, um, I don't like bacon on pizza. I, I got to be honest with you, Kirby. Here, here's wow. the problem again. Again, <laughs> it, it, it's already a fatty enough grease bomb if you've got pepperoni and other stuff on there. I've got news for everybody. Bacon doesn't make everything better like you think it does. It makes a lot of things better. Doesn't make everything better. And pizza is one of those things. It absolutely detracts from the beauty of the pie. All right. Wrong. 
All right. So here's the, the final question of the game. You've done great. This is super fun. Mm -hmm. This is exactly the kind of thing I love getting you fired up about. Final question. The perfect pizza with toppings mm -hmm. as per Bill Petrie. So give me what you like. If, if you tonight you order a pizza, what would you have it on it if it was just for you? It depends on my mood. But right. today I would get today. a white pizza. Yeah, today I'd get a white pizza. So it would be cheese pizza, no sauce. Um, and then on top of it would be some uh, mozzarella and also some spinach and it has some um, and garlic. I love a white pizza. Okay. Now, would, when you ordered the pizza, would you tell them to make it less white? I, I would not tell them to make it less white because I think that might offend them. They know right, how man. to make a white... People, people know how to make a white pizza. And you know... Jason Noakes knows how to make an app for the phone, for the promotion right. products industry, good people at Promo Pulse. That's right, that's right, that's right. Kirby, where are you getting your industry ideas and inspiration and, and information? I bet it's Promo Pulse. You don't even of have course. to answer. I already know the answer to that question, so thank you for, for not answering. It's really your one-stop shop for everything in the promotional products industry. It's convenient. It's got that personalized experience. Uh, you can get the daily pulse, which is an email, tells you, you know, gives you everything you want there. You get that uh, fresh ideas for your clients every single morning. Uh, you have that Alexa-enabled app where you can ask uh, Alexa for podcasts and things like that. You can contact suppliers with one click. It's free to use. I mean, you're, this is a no-brainer. This is the biggest no-brainer in the promotional products industry. It really is. Um, it really, it is. really is. So <laughs> so if you haven't downloaded, head over to your local app store and go ahead and do that right away. Kirby, as always, I want to thank you for having the courage to broadcast with me on this fake spring day. And we're heading <laughs> for probably, unfortunately, more cold weather, but spring is around the corner. That's right!